Please be aware that this series is tongue-in-cheek and not for the easily offended. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. This is News Talk. Hello and welcome to the penultimate episode of You Couldn't Make It Up as we hurtle towards our own radio exit, our Brexit, if you will. We'll be packing in as much news as we possibly can before next week's final countdown. Unless, of course, we get a specially negotiated extension. I'm your host, Pat O'Mahony, and this week we're potentially hard-bordering on Excited, customising our union between our two tariff-free teams. On my left, from our side of the border, hoping our leaving doesn't cost them millions in lost laughs, please welcome Emma Doran and John Caleary. And on my right, on the other side of the border, still clocking up the comedy miles, or is it kilometres, it's Andrea Farrell and Kevin McGahern. <laughs> Round one is News of the World, where we encounter the week's news bigwigs who will eventually find their way into our team's sketches at the end of the show. Kevin and Andrea, who are the happy campers here? These are about the choices that this House faces. The legal default in UK and EU law remains that the UK will leave the EU without a deal unless something else is agreed. Can I use the bathroom? Oh, holy God. Vagina, come here. She says. Oh, Jesus, Mary. <laughs> don't tell me we actually sell them. I don't think Daniel's ever seen it before. I hope he was surprised. <laughs> Kevin and Andrea, any ideas? Well, I know the second one was Daniel O'Donnell. Uh, it's the it's from his wonderful show. It's we've taken a very liberal definition of the news this week. He's got a, a new. He's got a lovely a lovely travel show, show where he yeah, goes to America and meets a super fan who has a toilet seat with his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your your granny was a big fan. My gra oh yeah, my granny is a big fan of Daniel O'Donnell, and um, he uh, he used to ring her up on her birthday. And I know, what a nice man. Uh, my granny ate the box of him for, uh, for marrying a divorced woman. Uh, and, you know, very conservative Irish Catholic granny. And he was really cool about it. He was like, oh, well, listen, Margaret, you know, uh, love finds us in the weirdest ways. And uh, I would have told her to piss off, like. But he's too nice, isn't he? He should have more. I mean, imagine him doing kind of more hard edge material, like you know, I'm the fire starter. I like to put the, I like to put the fire on, <laughs> stock my fridge up, <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I mean? Born to be mailed. It's <laughs> a good idea. There was another story in there, guys. Oh, uh, that was that was the the boss herself. The big boss. The big boss. With a, with a bit of a sore throat. Yes. <laughs> Who is this she to whom you Oh, Theresa May. Oh, yeah. Theresa May. May. Sorry, yeah. I thought it was really obvious. The British Prime There's Minister. A big bloody Brexit going on at the moment. Um, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> but sure, this Brexit thing, anyway, it's all a big mess and a big fuss. And Irish I hear that. Irish people are going, oh, Brexit is a disgrace, and the English, it's a disgrace. The English, it's a disgrace. I and I was like, what, what are we on about? You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
a country wants to gain independence from a superstructure. <laughs> I mean, did that ever happen here? You know what I mean? <laughs> we try to get away from them the same way. And it's a bit like that. It's a bit like the Michael Collins thing. She's like Collins now because they've all let, stood behind and said, no, you go, you go and talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> you take the bullet if ever goes wrong. And I will, she'll end up getting shot in Cork. <laughs> <laughs> That was British Prime Minister <laughs> Theresa May on the refusal of Parliament to back her latest Brexit deal, losing her voice almost as quickly as she's losing the backing of, well, everyone. And we, Daniel O'Donnell, bottoming out while on tour in the US with wife Magella in a supervan's house in Orty Television's ongoing Daniel and Magella's USA road trip series. John and Emma, who's achieving their goals here? The meeting that I'll have with President Trump is, is quite short. I hope the opportunity certainly to raise with him, you know, general issues around um, equality and equality of opportunity um, relating to, uh, to women. A 3-0 victory over Atleti, seeing them through into the quarterfinals of the Champions League. And there will be one man who will once again steal all the headlines. It is Cristiano Ronaldo's hat-trick. Emin, John, any ideas? I mean, what a, what, a, what a performer. What a body. I mean, absolutely. What a specimen. I mean, and Ronaldo's not bad either. Hey. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's funny. Leo Riker is saying some mad stuff like, I'm going to talk to Donald Trump about equality. That's funny. That's some funny stuff, equality and women. Oh, what the hell is he on about? I mean, that's like Enda Kenny talking to Osama bin Laden about Knock Airport. I mean, in fairness. I, I, I find, like, the idea of Mike Pence been introduced to Leo's boyfriend, that must have been hilarious. So is this your flatmate? Or <laughs> Why did you bring your friend? <laughs> hey, fella's going to do the town later. Is that it? <laughs> And then, John, there was another story in there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Cristiano. He's always voted as one of the most, you know, desirable men or most handsome men. And I get it, but I think he's a very rare breed in football in particular because he has no tattoos. No, I've checked. No. I've checked. I've looked a lot of pictures of him. No tattoos. No, this generation, everyone my age has tattoos now. So when, when I'm in my 50s, are our kids going to think that tattoos are the lamest things in the world? Yeah. You're going to have parents going like, you're not going out like that, are you? We're not getting out face tattoo or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to college with a lad who got uh, the eyeliner tattooed onto his eyes and his eyebrows tattooed on as well. <laughs> uh, because he wanted to look like Michael Jackson because he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. He's a massive fan. Um, like we all are, were, until last week. <laughs> <laughs> That was Taoiseach Leo Varadkar on his annual IRA exit trip stateside, where he'll be shaking his shamrock for St. Patrick's Day at the White House. And the modest mouse that is Cristiano Ronaldo, whose iconic hat-trick put a rejuvenated Juventus through to the Champions League quarter-finals. So after round one, we have a plethora of colourful characters for our panellists' climactic sketches. Let's now see if we can eke out something unexpected for them to say. Mm. 
Round two, stand and deliver, is where our teams get to make their best impressions on some of the past week's more ambiguous quotes. Emma and John, here are your wordy wrapping hoods. OK. Uh, I really think if there's going to be an extension, it has to be with a purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> something Dermot Bannon never says, is it? <laughs> um. that's, that's for um, the man who's in charge of the Bray um, Aquarium who was talking about extending an aquarium but he said if, if there is an extension it's gonna, it has to be with a purpose oh. <laughs> <laughs> one lad really liked it <laughs> spread it around buddy he gave it the, he gave it the seal of approval there to see hey. that. Hey. <laughs> clap clap <laughs> Uh, that's T Shock, uh, the man who put the shock into T. <laughs> Leo, Leo Varadkar, warning. I'm warning you. Uh, warning that the EU will not allow a Brexit delay if it merely creates for a rolling cliff edge. What the hell is all that? I'm sure it's to do with the confusion that already exists. Do you exists. think anyone knows anything about no. what Brexit's about? No. So don't worry about it. Okay. You're in good company. Great. <laughs> okay. Everything you see, I owe to spaghetti. Um, it's Clint Eastwood, isn't it? It's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> um, I'm afraid uh, that's not the right answer. Uh, it's it's, it's ageing film star Sophia Loren commenting on her physique. Would you say no, Johnny? I, I'm going to say no to the question. <laughs> 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 uh, next one. Uh, in our view, sufficient progress has not been achieved at this time. Uh, and your time is up. Uh, but you started. I guess you better finish. It's uh, DUP leader Arlene Foster indicating that our party will not support the Theresa May Brexit deal. John and Emma, well done, guys. <laughs> Andrea and Kevin, here are your talks of the town. Uh, uh, when you're getting one that's struggling, you're like a ping-pong ball in a slot machine, getting f***ed around the place. <laughs> First of all, a ping-pong ball in a slot machine wouldn't bounce around. It would get lodged in the mechanics of yeah, the... Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. Um, when you get up on one, it just... Yeah, I don't know, I haven't a clue. Go on. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> the quote came from Chucky Ruby Walsh on riding a bad horse at Cheltenham. Bad horse. Bad. Oh, you're a bad horse. Bad. A horse who smokes. I was yeah. right. You're I was right. bad. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Sorry. okay. Um, the next one is... I knew she was a fan, but she had more photos of Daniel than I had. Um, well, this is definitely part of that Daniel O'Donnell documentary where the woman had weird pictures of Daniel, and Magella said this. Bang, bang, bang! <laughs> OK, this one, this one, I don't... It's, I'm good at the politics good. ones. All right, OK. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, God. We left no stone unturned. Our mind has always been open. Our work always creative, and our hand has always been out the stretch. CEO of Pornhub. <laughs> Your hands always outstretched when you're watching Pornhub. <laughs> Pumping away. <laughs> Good. So, I'm glad somebody did it. Any ideas who it might be? 
Um, was it the Revenue Commission? <laughs> it was uh, President of the EU Commission, John Clad Junkener. Junker. Junkener. Junker. Junkener. Junker. <laughs> On the latest Brexit agreement with Britain. Andre and Kevin, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, two rounds down. We're nearly there with all we need for our two specially concocted performances at the end of the show. Join us after the break, during which we'll be having a good chat with St. Patrick about some of the snakes he missed. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony on News Talk. In partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. Welcome back to You Couldn't Make It Up. And before anyone looks too closely at our proposed future customs arrangements, let's plough on round three, Reckon Me Headlines. Doing her best to keep a straight face, News Talk's Susan Kyo will now read some oddball headlines from a crop of the week's more inexplicable news stories for our teams to decipher. Fingers on buzzers, everyone. Susan, can we have our first headline, please? a pretty poppy then. Kevin. That's a story about a very sexy petite grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else think they may have an answer? Is it about drugs? (laughs) Why do you think it's about drugs, Uh, John? It's um, it's something to do with farmers in somewhere in Asia who got raided by birds that ate all their poppy flowers. And got hooked on co- what? Got hooked on heroin. Oh, to be that bird. <laughs> They're all in there flying in, going ah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting really? Yeah, yeah, par- parrots or something. They got hooked on. It's. I'm serious. This See, happened, I, yeah. I don't. I think pigeons would have that accent, <laughs> but I think parrots would be a bit fancier. Especially if they're from India. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, is this a drug story? Poppy farmers in Madhya Pradesh in India are complaining that parrots addicted to opium are destroying their crops, making up to 40 visits a day to get their fix. They say some birds no longer squawk, swooping in and out of the fields like silent ninjas. I feel sorry for the little parrots, though, because... You know, if you're addicted to something like, I'm a smoker and I tried to give up when I was getting on great and then I started cheating, I started doing, you know when you do that thing when you let yourself have a drink, you know, and have a cigarette or whatever. But it's just trying to squeeze 25 drinks into one day. Do you know what I mean? That was my, my issue. Takes toll. Yeah, so. Susan, what's our next story, please? There's the rub for an ill wind. Is John. Some sort of arse cream or something, is it? Yeah. It's a new new type of arse cream. Is it? There's a rub, a new rub for, for an smelly, smelly it, arse. It reduces, reduces, reduces gases. Yeah. And you just rub it on your... I'd buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Susan, tell us more about this rub for an ill wind, please. The Universal Medicine Organisation, who claim to cure cancer with breast massages and burping, have been branded monsters by a woman who says the Australian group, with its European headquarters in a Somerset B&B, groomed her mother. Her mum, she says, tells her, I'm just burping out bad spirits. 
that's if, a lot to get through there. Um, if you have a headquarters in a B&B, you're not doing great. Yeah, no, that's not a good sign. <laughs> so it's a cult that can cure cancer by rubbing boobs. They claim. Claimed. I'm sure we've had a cult like that for a thousand years around here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's bring up the trans issue. Um, I have a big problem with the trans issue is... <laughs> what? I think transubstantiation oh, is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is silly. Um, but uh, if, if you really... If you're a Catholic who really believes in transubstantiation, why don't we try and clone Christ using Eucharist? Yeah. Like Jurassic idea. Park, where you, in, you eject into... If it's literally the blood, or if it's literally the body of Christ, get the DNA out of it, have a park full of Christs, charge yeah. a load of people into it, yeah. until they all go haywire and eat the kids. <laughs> I think yeah. I think RTE are on that already. They're doing a new show called Operation Transubstantiation. They're <laughs> <laughs> on it. Absolutely. Right, that's the end of round three. And we now have more than enough for both teams' grand denouement presentations. And I'm going to share them out like bowls of shamrock in the White House. Everyone will smile when they get theirs, but deep down, they'd rather be somewhere else. Uh, Kevin and Andrea, from round one, do your worst with Theresa May and Daniel O'Donnell. From round two, muscle in Ruby Walsh's quote... When you get on one that's struggling, you're like a ping-pong ball in a slot machine getting beeped around the place. And from round three, set your sketch on a poppy farm. John and Emma, you get up close and personal with Leo Varadkar and Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. Amuse yourselves with Sophie Loren's line, everything you see I owe to spaghetti. And set your sketch in a cult headquarters. <laughs> so, guys, if you would head for the hills to work on your undoubted comedy magnum opuses, and while they're gone, we'll waste our time here debating Declan Rice's daft FAI Young Player of the Year Award. Now, enough of the past. Let's move forward with our regular look at what's highly unlikely to make next week's headlines. Please welcome our guest newsreader, comedian and actor, Paul Tylak. Leo Varadkar has apologised for punching US Vice President Mike Pence in the face after misconstruing a comment he made about Camp David. <laughs> Theresa May's new Brexit deal is about as different from her old Brexit deal as Jedward are from each other. <laughs> this week, 60 Irish people searched for Irish Mammy on Pornhub, where they were greeted by a message saying, turn off that filth and for God's sake, put a coat on if you're going outside. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Thank you, Paul Tylak. Please welcome back our teams, Emma Doran and John Caleri, Andrea Farrell and Kevin McGahern. <laughs> Emma and John, remind yes. us of the nonsense you have to deal with. Um, we have yeah. uh, Leo Varadkar meeting Cristiano Ronaldo in the location uh, cult headquarters, and we have to use the quote... Everything you see, I owe to spaghetti. Sophie Lorenz quote. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. John and Emma. 
I uh, uh, love your new place, Cristiano. Uh, thanks for showing me around your new cult headquarters. Uh, what's it all about? We worship one true God, the supreme being who is all things to all men. I call it Christian Otani. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> before we start, uh, maybe you should put your top back on. Oh, scoozy, scoozy. <laughs> Sorry, I a bit glowy. I overdid it on the fake tan. Uh, don't worry about that. I mean, you're still less orange than what I've just left behind in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't mind, I start my morning with a prayer in the name of the me, the me, the holy me, Ami. Uh, wow. Uh, well, the first thing I do every morning is I ring Neil uh, Martin and, uh, and I sing down the phone, who's the Taoiseach today? Let's hear it, people want to know. The Taoiseach's name is Leo. Uh, I mean... He, You've done really well for yourself too. Uh, uh, you, you, you've played for the Red Devils, uh, uh, Los Galacticos uh, in Spain. I like Spain, it's so warm. And uh, Juve, of course, as well. You play for Juve. Yes, Juve. I play with the old lady now. <laughs> Sounds more like a team Wayne Rooney should play for. Um, <laughs> you're in really great shape though, Cristiano. <laughs> How did you get your six pack? Everything you see, I owe to spaghetti. Yeah. He's Italian now. Well done, uh, John and Emma. Andrea and Kevin, what hand did fate deal you? Well, old fate gave us two crazy cats by the name of Daniel O'Donnell and Theresa May. Mm -hmm. The location of the sketch is a poppy farm, and the quote, when you get on one that's struggling, you're like a ping-pong ball in a slot machine, getting f***ed around the place. Jockey Ruby Walsh's quote. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin and Andrea. Oh, well, this is very disappointing, not what I expected at all. I was looking forward to having a load of wee doggies jumping up at me and licking me face. Sorry, Daniel, this is a poppy farm, not a puppy farm. Oh... Teresa, is it yourself? What are you doing here? I suppose you're collecting flowers for the Remembrance Day, are you? No, not Remembrance. Quite the opposite. I want to forget. To be honest, I'm just looking to find a way out. Oh, out of this whole Brexit thing, is it? No, out of my mind. <laughs> I've suffered quite a few embarrassing failures over the last few months. God, you know, Teresa, you're a bit like a Shetland pony. Why? Because I haven't had the ride in years? <laughs> no, because you're a little horse. Have you ever got up in an old Shetland pony? I used to have a go on one in Bundoran during the summer. When you get on one that's struggling, you're like a ping-pong ball in a slot machine getting f***ed around the place. <laughs> I'd give my right tit to be f***ed around the place. <laughs> Oh, never mind that mucky talk. Here comes a big load of coloredy pigeons flying straight at us. <laughs> They're not pigeons, Daniel, you complete tulip. They're parrots. Off their beaks on smack. <laughs> Quit stealing our puppies, yous. Oh, no, Teresa, we better leave now. Well, <laughs> let's not be hasty. Let's take a vote first. Well... <laughs> 
let's face it, you don't have a great track record in that. Kill <laughs> <laughs> ah, me now. Ah, they're poking out me lovely wee eyes. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Kevin and Andrea. Uh, and as usual, I now have the honour of choosing whose sketch romped by a Cheltenham mile and whose fell at the very first fence. The winners are... John and Emma! <laughs> you go home with your tidy winnings as the bookies' favourite. Kevin and Andrea, you go home skint, having only backed losers. Before we go, a huge thank you to our guests, Kevin McGahern and Andrea Farrell, John Caleri and Emma Doran. If you want to be part of our live audience for the last show of this run, please go to newstalk.com slash events. In the meantime, I'm Pat O'Mahony. This is You Couldn't Make It Up. And for now, anyway, we'll see you one more time. You Couldn't Make It Up is a Fireband production funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps.